the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in, in what part of the country? <laughs> Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. You guessed it, Bible Talk, Pastor Emery Moss, glad to be with you. Get your Bibles, run and get them if you don't have them now because this is Bible Talk and last I checked, you need to have your Bible if you're going to talk about it. All right, that number to call, area code 866-423-9578, good to be with you. We had a... Uh, lesson last time that we were dealing with, uh, dealing with the whole subject of Satan. In fact, that's what we're talking about uh, here. And uh, we started yesterday, and uh, I don't want to start something and not finish it. So what we're dealing with still is the subject, what Satan can and cannot do. What Satan can and cannot do. And what we're interested in highly is the things that he can do. Now, when we say this, we must also probably... Make sure that we put the title in a good, a solid biblical context, okay? because the, the, the devil would not be able to do anything. Understand, the devil would not be able to do anything if it was not for the fact that God allows it to be done. Right now, if God wanted to, he could send the devil to hell, Gehenna. It's over. But he's going to be there, but it's part of God's plan, still to allow man a choice, between good and evil, okay, as you and I understand by looking at the Bible, there's no doubt about it that God is going to win in this contest, uh, uh, in this contest that they have. <laughs> in fact, uh, we already know the end. All we have to do is read the book of Revelation and we see it. But yet, spiritual warfare is going on now. And so we do need to know our enemy. And uh, the top one, besides ourselves, no doubt, is the devil himself. So we need to look and see the kinds of powers that he has, okay? And this is very interesting, okay? Because what happens is that God pulls the covers off of the devil, okay, in the passages we're about to look at, and let you see what he's all about and the extent of his power. And if you do not believe that there is power that the devil is allowed to exercise, then, friends, you have not been reading your Bible. 
We're going to find out here today. And, of course, you might have subjects you want to talk about, uh, and you can do that by calling uh, area code 866-423-9578, and you'll be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. We have a topic, but if you're off topic with a subject of your own, that's okay, because I'm going to get right back to what uh, I have in store for you. So hopefully we can um, handle uh, anything that has to do with the Bible and theology uh, on this program. All right, as we look at the Bible, as we look at the uh, uh, powers that Satan has, okay, the things that we should say he is allowed to do, okay, because of the spiritual warfare that is uh, waged between him and God. Uh, and so definitely God is going to win, but he allows uh, Satan to operate, Satan and demons, uh, so that man, mankind, has his choice between what is good and what is evil, right? And that's what we see being worked out in our world today. And then along with that, that we find that Satan has powers just as angels have. You remember, Satan was once a, an angel okay, called Lucifer. Remember, that was his angelic name. And what that name meant was the son of the morning. Well, he's not that anymore, okay? And some people uh, use the name Lucifer, say that old Lucifer, not realizing that probably the devil smiles when he hears that because that's what he is anymore. He fell from that. He's not the, uh, the an angel. He's not Lucifer, the morning star. All that's gone. He is the devil. He is Satan. He is a demon. That's what we need to record, always remember when we think in terms of him now. All right. But what are the powers? What are the things that he can do? Well, only the Bible can really tell us that affirmatively. So let's go to our Bibles. Go to Job chapter 1, where we see some things. And, I mean, it's just uh, as if we have a, a microscope on the devil from the Bible showing us the, the power that he has and the limitations on these powers. So if you're in Job... Okay, and in, you're in chapter 1, and verse 6 to 7, uh, here we go, says, Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also among them. Now if you want to know what that's talking about, it's this, right? Now there was a day, certain day, Bible doesn't tell us when, when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord. These are angels. Okay? Another term for angels are the sons of God. Angels, of course, were created by God, but the relationship he has with them is as if they're his sons, right? So it says that here, okay, they came, the angels, angels came, and uh, the devil just came with them. It says here, came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also among them. And the Lord said unto Satan, Whence comest thou? Then Answered, then Satan answered the Lord. Now, listen very carefully to this. It, this tells you one of the powers that he has. Okay? Once again, verse 7, And the Lord said unto Satan, Whence comest thou? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down in it. <laughs> right. Okay. Where does he come from? He tells us. From going to and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down in it. By up, it means in the sky, okay, and also on the planet, right? In other words, 
Satan has the ability of teleportation, as do angels in general and demons as well. That's right. They can fly, okay, and they can also just be on the earth walking or moving, right? So this is what we see here. So one of the things he can do, he can go from place to place, okay, instantly, okay, because even though uh, he lost his position as an angel of God, still he's a spiritual being. And these are the kinds of things we see uh, that he can do. Verse 8 says this in Job 1 and 8, And the Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job? Oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> how would you, all you listeners, how would you uh, not want God to mention your name around the devil? <laughs> Here we go. Job was a bad dude. I mean, he's a good dude, actually, right? And the Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth? A perfect and an upright man, one that fears God and eschews, which means hates, hates evil. Then to show you how much the devil travels, look at this verse in verse 9. Then Satan answered the Lord and said, Doth Job fear God for nothing? Man, here you see that Satan volunteered some information. Have you ever looked at this uh, text this closely? Look at it, okay? What is he saying, right? He says, uh, uh, first God says again, there's none like him in the earth, a perfect and an upright man, one that fears God and hates evil. Then Satan answered, it, answered the Lord and said, that Job fear God for not? In other words, he'd been watching Job. No doubt he tried to get at Job, wasn't able to do it. Okay, okay. Verse 10, uh, and then what happens is, of course, that no doubt angered Satan, and he tried to tell to tell us, and he's going to say this to God, it's a setup. I know why Job is being so good. Let's go back to the text at verse 10, Job 1 and 10. Hast not thou made a hedge about him and about his house and about all that he hath on every side? Thou hast blessed the work of his hands, and his substance is increased in the land. Okay? So basically you can see what he's doing. Satan is baiting God. He said, I'll tell you, I'll tell you why Job is being so righteous. I'll tell you why he's so good. You're giving him everything, okay? He's got money. He's got prestige. He's got a family, okay? You're doing everything for that boy. No wonder he loves you so much. It's not about you, God. It's about what you're giving him. Man. So Job is being set up for a test, and you know the test in Job. Fantastic account here, okay? Uh, but let's go back to, to, our, to the Bible here, where it says, so he said all that. That's what Satan said, right? Thou hast blessed the work of his hands, and his substance is increased in the land. In other words, how could he not, okay, love you with all you're doing for him? He's nothing but a pampered child. Mm, all right? Okay. And then here comes the ultimate challenge from Satan. Verse 11. But put forth thine hand now, and touch all that he hath, and he will curse thee to thy face. <laughs> wow. Okay? Just touch him, God. You think he loves you? Just cause some trouble for him, okay? Just let him know he can't name it and claim it, you know? I mean, here, this is something else, okay? The back and forth here, but God was ready, okay? Because what he did, God was going to prove through Job to all mankind that he's not baited, okay? That Job is not just serving him for all the goodies he gives him, but he's serving God because he is a true worshiper of the Lord, okay? It got rough for Job, but he did pass the test. Notice this, where God says these words. It makes you shiver when you um, read them. 
Okay? And I'll tell you why. Verse 11, but put forth thine hand, that's what Satan told him, now, and touch all that he has, and he will curse thee to thy face. Okay? And the Lord said, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to test one of my children just because you want to prove that they're not really worshipers of me. I don't care. No, that's not what God did. Oh, no. Here's what he did. Verse 12. Here, Job 1 and 12. And the Lord said unto Satan, Behold, all that he hath is in thy power. Wow. Only upon himself put not forth thine hand. So Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord. My goodness. My goodness. Here we see that God was going to show for all time through Job that those who really love him are not doing it because of the blessings that they're getting. They're doing it because they love God. All right. We've got a a caller. Mark, how you doing? Good. How you doing, Pastor Moss? Great, great. Thanks for calling. Hey, I got a question about uh, Daniel chapter 12, verse 11. 12 and 11. All right. You're one of them prophecy guys. I see. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about that. I got a question about that. Okay, let's look at it here. Um, Okay. Okay, In Daniel chapter 12 and verse 11, turn this old crispy page here in my Bible, where it says, And from the time that the daily sacrifice shall be taken away, and the abomination that make it desolate, set up. There shall be a thousand two hundred and ninety days. Blessed is he that waits and comes to the thousand three hundred and uh, and five and thirty days. But go thou thy way till the end be, for thou shalt rest and stand in thy lot at the end of the days. What's your question? Hello? Hello? Looks like we've been cut off. Hello? Hello, yes. you back? Can you hear me? Yeah, I yeah, can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Yes, I can now. Okay, I didn't hear you if you read that verse or not. Yeah, I did. Let me read it. Uh, want me to read it to you again? Please. Where, where it says this, at, uh, uh, verse 9, and he said, Verse 11? You're talking about verse 11. Yeah. It says, And from the time that the daily sacrifice shall be taken away, and the abomination that makes desolate set up, there shall be a thousand two hundred and ninety days. Blessed is he that waits and comes to the thousand three hundred and five and thirty days. But go thou thy way till the end be, for thou shalt rest and stand in thy lot at the end of the days. Now, what's your question about Excellent. that? Excellent. Now, the word daily, in my Bible, it's italicized to say sacrifices. Uh-huh. And I was, I was, I was listening to some, some uh, Jewish rabbis talk about this verse. And they were uh-huh. saying that it doesn't mean the sacrifice is going to be taken away. It means the daily prayers are going to be taken away. Have you ever heard of anything like that? I haven't. But either way, it wouldn't make a lot of difference to the text. But it is important, like you say, to try to get uh, specificity 
on things that happen in the Bible, and sometimes it might not be uh, talking necessarily about a, a person or a thing, uh, but just giving you a, a, an idea. Because when it says here, and from the time that the daily sacrifice shall be taken away, uh, sacrifice means something is offered, okay? And unless there's some compelling reason to think not. In fact, uh, in hermeneutics, well, they, they taught us, if the Bible says something clearly, take it clearly. But, okay, because my Bible it says daily, but it's, it, it, it's italicized, the word sacrifice. And I was too. thinking, these, these, these rabbis were saying, the, the Jewish people have, ever since they've been in Israel, they, they don't have daily sacrifices. Every day, every day, every day, every day. He said, but they do pray every day. A lot of the Jewish people go to the, to the wall and pray, not all of them now, but back then, they, they, a lot of them would go to the, to the wailing wall and pray, or, or pray, pray uh, at certain times of the day. Well, they have always they done put, that every day, but they... Well, whatever, I see what you're saying, but whatever they put today in place of sacrifices still accomplishes the same thing. It's just not what God wills. Because you've got to recognize, uh, as you understand, do the Jews of today practice all the things that they were practicing in the Old Testament? Do the Jews of today? No, I don't think no, so. they don't do it, okay? But no. still... Uh, but still, uh, they have a temple. They still worship in the temple. But, you know, once you've rejected the Messiah, and that's what they did, right? They carried yeah. on with their uh, religious worship, but as far as the Bible is, it's worthless, okay? Jesus was the one who fulfilled all the Old Testament prophecies, okay? So when they rejected him, that was it. So here, what it's telling us, uh, the days, I'm sure, will stand, but you know what this is a setup for, right? says, and from the time, in verse 11, Daniel 12, 11, and from the time that the daily sacrifice shall be taken away. Because what happens is we haven't seen the future totally yet, okay? Uh, I believe right. that they're going to turn to their sacrificial system. Once they get a temple, they don't have a temple yeah. now. But once they build the temple okay, on the, <clears throat> the Dome of the is, then that's when they will be offering sacrifices. Okay, okay, so, okay. I was just curious about that because I was thinking, well, what if uh, everybody's waiting for, you know, s sacrifices, and, and it turns out that it's actually not the sacrifices that are going to be taken away, but it's actually they're not going to be allowed to go to the to pray anymore at the Wailing Wall. I was just curious, no, you know, because somebody might think. It'll be sacrificed. In fact, they're going to, that's what the Jews are trying to do. The only reason they haven't practiced that now is they, they don't have a temple. And where their temple is, the Dome of the Rock, built by the Muslims, is there. Uh, and right, right. Well, what, take a lot what I'm trying to say is that, that when, they, when they do rebuild their temple, they start sacrificing, and they don't have their sacrifices taken away from sacrificing animals, and it turns out that it's actually their daily prayers that they're being made, taken away, not allowed to do anymore, pray to their God, because the they Antichrist is going to be God, their God. So you're going to be confused? I mean, yeah. listen to what I'm going to tell you. What happens is, if okay. they go back to building the temple like it was in the Old Testament, they're going to have to do those things because they will be building it based upon what the Old Testament okay, laid out for them, which included sacrifice. I understand okay? that. I yeah. understand so in that. Other words, but you're saying that it's going to come a, come a day where they're going to take back head before. Right. So you're saying there's going to come a day where they're, they're, some, some, somebody's going to make them stop sacrificing animals, correct? Is that what you're saying? Well, what happens is that the Bible says come in there and say that he's God. That's what's going to happen. Correct. Yeah. So 
So that's right, what, but I, now, what, what is, has got what, to happen. There's got to be a temple, and there's got to be a sacrifice being offered, like it says here. Right. Right, but what if the Antichrist doesn't make them give up their sacrifice to animals and says, hey, you know, you can't pray anymore at the Wailing Wall. You can't do your daily prayer anymore. Now, would well, that, like, so, so people be waiting for, uh, people, people will be waiting for uh, them to take away the sacrifice, but if it doesn't happen, it turns out to be, be actually the daily well, means prayers. Is, this, is, is that kind of? Yes. He is going to say that nothing can be worshipped except for himself. He's going to take the place of God. Right. That's what he's going to do. So he's going to go in to the Jewish temple, okay, and put himself in the place of God. You can't worship. He's uh-huh. going to be God that would be worshipped. So uh, he's going to change the whole system when he comes. So it is, it is possible that the daily that they're talking about this verse is also could mean the Antichrist is going to make them give up their praying at the Wailing Wall. That's it. They've been praying for thousands of years. Right. You got that right. The only person who will be oh. worshipped as God during the tribulation period okay. could be the Antichrist. All other religions gone. Okay. All right. Thanks, All right. Buddy. All right. Thank you. Right. Bye. Good call. Appreciate it. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. 423-9578. Going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Tune in to WLQV at the office. Check out our live stream on faithtalkdetroit.com. We're everywhere. FaithTalkDetroit.com. Eric was way behind on his taxes. I owed a lot of money to the IRS, almost $15,000. I tried to make payments. The IRS wasn't satisfied with Eric's efforts, so they came after him full force. They're coming to put a lien and a hold on all my income, my home, my car. I was just overwhelmed at what to do. Then Eric called Optima Tax Relief. When Optima Tax got involved, the calls would stop, the threats would stop. It was easy like, uh... One, two, three. Optima Tax Relief is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau, and their team of expert tax professionals took care of Eric's problem. I owe 15000 and now my debt is clean. I don't owe anything. Take Eric's advice. If you have a tax problem, you need to call Optima Tax now. Call Optima Tax Relief for a free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. This is Daryl Wood. By now, you've all heard me talk about my pillow and how it has literally changed the way I sleep. The pillows don't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want, and they maintain their shape, and they're made in the USA. For a limited time, Mike is offering his premium my pillows for his lowest price ever. You can get a queen premium my pillow for $29.98, regularly $69.98. That's a $40 savings. Kings are only $5 more. Not only are you getting the lowest price ever, $29.98, for a queen size premium, go to mypillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use the promo code RUN to win. You will also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dreams bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Or call 800 919 5912. 800 919 5912. 800 919 5912. And use the promo code RUN to win at checkout. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit mypillow.com. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss is back with more next. 
Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-515-2397. That's 800-515-2397. Starting your weekend off the only way he knows how, with a lot of wisdom. William Malcolm Morning Show, Saturday mornings at 10. We will walk with each other. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. Don't you just love Brian Bolesky, all that great music he plays? <laughs> he does that all on his, on his own, and he does a fantastic job. Before we go to our phone lines, I just want to thank uh, the folks who give to support this program. Okay? Uh, Anthony in Warren, Michigan, Janet in Romulus, Michigan, Gregory in Detroit, Rebecca in Clinton Township, and Cassandra in Brownstown, Michigan. Thank you, thank you, thank you for supporting this radio ministry. Uh, it costs us about, well, $2,000 a month, but we think it's well worth it to keep the Bible uh, going uh, strong in the community. So those of you who want to join the giving club here, and understand I get no salary or, or, or pay for this. In fact, I give some of my money to, to help support it as well because I think it's important to get the Word of God out. Right? And if you want to help, what you can do is send donations to P.O. Box 05877. That's P.O. Box 05877, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Right? Once again, P.O. Box 05877, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Make out those checks for Bible Boot Camp Ministry and put radio on there, and uh, that's where it will go. We thank you very much. As I understand now, we've got Gary on the line. What's on your mind, Gary? Uh, yes, Pastor Moss. Um, the writings of Peter in the second epistle, I have some uh, writings here, some reading. Was uh, Peter, uh, was he killed before the, the temple was uh, destroyed? Uh, yes, I believe so. I believe he was killed before it was destroyed. But one thing we know for sure that he was killed, and uh, goodness, one of the he, he, in fact, it's like he was atoning for what he did by you know uh, turning in, uh, uh, being afraid when they asked him who uh, had he been with Jesus. You know, he said, "I never knew him." Uh, and so, really, this was a something that uh, showed he came back to the Lord and was martyred, gave his life to support. To support the cause. So. so for the end time, Peter, um, he gave some 
some very strong words uh, uh, to the end time church, uh, which we're living in now. And I'd like people to read the first and second chapter. We won't read it all, but I'd like to start in the first chapter and read some verses. And I'd like you to read in the second chapter some verses. It says, Wherefore, we are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these you might be partakers of their divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Beside this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, and to virtue knowledge, and to knowledge temperance, and to temperance patience, and to patience godliness, and to godliness brotherly, brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness charity. For if these things be in you and abound, they make you that shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But he that lacketh these things is blind and cannot see a fire off, and hath forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. Wherefore, the latter brethren give diligence unto you, calling and lecture sure. For if you do these things, you shall never fall. All right, well, good. Now, I, I want you to read fine, about four. And they are very descriptive of what we should be doing as well. You, you right. Have a, a, or something? Then I want you to read in Second um, Peter, the second chapter, about five verses. Five verses. Starting in the first verse. But there were false prophets. Second Peter, uh, the first five verses? The, the second chapter. Okay. Well, in chapter 2, it says at verse 1, I might not read all of them, though, uh, Gary, for time, benefit of Just time. five verses. Verse 1, but there were false prophets also among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you, who privately bringing in damnable heresies, even denying the Lord that brought them, and bringing upon themselves swift destruction. And many shall follow their pernicious way, ways, by reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of. And through covetousness shall they with feigned words make merchandise of uh, you, whose judgment now of a long time lingers not, and their damnation slumbers not. For if God spared not the angels that sinned, but cast them down to hell, and delivered them into chains of darkness to be reserved unto judgment. And then he talks about Noah and the same thing. He says, God knows how to deal with the uh, ungodly, is basically what that's saying there. All right. So you're right. So in the last days, I just want to put this for my thought. In mm-hmm. the last days, there's a lot of people go to church. A lot of people say they're born again. A lot of people say they're living for the Lord. But the Bible said there's people that are not living the life. And there are people following their own ways and not, not following the truth. So there will be people that fall away from the truth, right? Doesn't the Scripture teach that? Well, it is true. Yeah, definitely. And, and, that, and I'll tell you this, that is elementary. That's Christianity 101. So the only thing for you and I to do and the rest of the folks to do is to make sure that we're not in that group, okay? And I pray for those who are in it and make sure we're preaching the gospel to them that will save them. And I appreciate your call. Thank you for calling, buddy. Okay. All right. Thank you. Remember to call. Area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss, looking at the powers of the devil. I know you hate to hear that term, but it's true. Powers of the devil. What can the devil do, and what are the things that he cannot do? The Bible is real clear about it. And some of these things are absolutely frightening, right? You say, well, what do you mean frightening? Go to 2 Corinthians chapter 11 and verse 13. 1 Corinthians 11, 13. If you've got your Bible, and you've got to have your Bible when you listen to the Bible Talk program. 
here in Second Corinthians chapter 11, verse 13, where Paul, we'll just catch up with Paul here and jump on the Second Corinthian train. That's what he's got us on. At verse 13, uh, here in Second Corinthians 11, 13, for such are false apostles, letting you know, even at his time, okay? This is harking back to what Gary was saying, in a way. For such are false apostles, okay? In other words, to be honest with you, there are no apostles today like there were apostles in New Testament times. They saw the resurrected Christ, okay? They walked with him, talked with him, okay? Uh, uh, that's, that was the criteria. You had to have seen the resurrected Christ and be called to be an apostle to, to be one. And the apostles wrote inspired scripture. Okay? So, uh, but... Notice here, verse 13, Bible warns us, we need to heed it. For such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ. In other words, <laughs> people who are not apostles, training to be apostles. That's what is being talked about here uh, in Second Corinthians and in chapter 11, right? Where they're transforming themselves into apostles of Christ because they said they're one, they're one. Then verse 14, and no marvel, watch this. For Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Wow. Now that's deep and that is scary. Okay? That the devil has so much deceptive power, okay, that he is able to look as if, act as if he is still an angel of light. Remember, he was an angel. He was an angel, an angel called Lucifer. Now he is that no longer, but he still remembers how it was, how to game us, how to look like he is still that angel, and he's not. That is how people can get messed up in the kingdom of the occult unless they're studying their Bible. Look at it again. And then it adds an even more frightening verse to it after that. Here in Second Corinthians chapter 11, verse 14, where it says, And no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Therefore, it is no great thing if his ministers also be transformed as ministers of righteousness. What? That's right. You heard it. You heard it. If Satan, okay, can transform himself as an angel of light, then men and women can transform themselves into servants of God and it not be true. Be very careful, okay? The devil can manifest itself. And here, for the devil, he can manifest itself in supernatural ways, still pretending to be an angel, bringing you dreams at night, telling you things that are absolutely contrary to the Word of God. The Bible gives us a warning, okay? And that is why definitely you must stay away from the kingdom of the occult. You must stay away from witchcraft. You must stay away from Ouija boards. You must stay away from any practice of the occult at all, okay? Stay away from astrology, okay? I'm not talking about astronomy, which is the science of watching the planets and the stars. I'm talking about astrology, where you have a fancy name, like I used to have. I used to call myself a Sagittarian. I was out of my mind. You, I don't want to be named by the stars. I want to be named by Jesus Christ. Have that name, okay? But Definitely, you can be deceived. That's what the Bible tells us. Notice 2 Corinthians uh, 11 and uh, also verse 4. 2 uh, Corinthians 11 and verse 4, where it says, For if he that comes preaches another Jesus, whom we have not preached, 
or if you receive another spirit, which you have not received, or another gospel, which you have not accepted, you might well bear with it. Because okay? so it lets you know here, okay, that in verse 14 again, my goodness, verse 14, and no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. That's why you've got to judge everything that comes before you by the Word of God. Friends, not in the Bible, it's not walking, it's not talking. Want to take a break? Be right back. on your favorite shows. Subscribe to our newsletter at faithtalkdetroit.com. Hi, I'm Robert Jeffress, pastor of First Baptist Church in Dallas and Bible teacher on Pathway to Victory. In recent weeks, the coronavirus has taken the world by storm. While millions are isolated at home, everyday life has taken on a new definition of normal. So I want to share two encouraging words to help you navigate through this crisis. The first word is prayer. Philippians 4, 6 says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. And the second word is precaution. 2 Timothy 1, 7 says, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. So pray as if your safety completely depends upon God and take precautions as if your safety depends completely on you. Remember, this crisis is going to pass, and through it all, we can take comfort in knowing that God is still in control. FM 92.7, AM 1500, the mobile app, or on the web. We're all the same great Faith Talk Detroit. Were there any rituals at your wedding? Weddings have little rituals, like exchanging wedding rings or lighting a unity candle. Many modern stepfamily weddings include the blending of the family sand ceremony, in which each adult and child pours a vase of sand into a larger vase, signifying the new family. But couples need to realize the sand symbolizes their journey into love, but it's just the beginning for the kids and the entire family. The ceremony doesn't create familiness, life does. The trick is to remain dedicated to the process of merging your sand while embracing your evolving mosaic as a family. Pour yourself in and trust God with the process of becoming family. For Family Life Blended, I'm Ron Deal. To find out more, visit FamilyLifeBlended.com. Hey, son, how are you feeling? Uh, I'm fine, Pops. What's on your mind? I just, I can't explain it. When your kid can't find the language, help them find the lyrics. Listen to the Sound It Out album and get tips and tools to start a conversation at SoundItOutTogether.org. Brought to you by Ad Council and Pivotal Ventures. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss is back with more next. Hey, son, how are you feeling? Uh, I'm fine, Pops. What's on your mind? 
I just, I can't explain it. When your kid can't find the language, find the lyrics. Start a conversation at sounditouttogether.org. Brought to you by Ed Council and Pivotal Ventures. You're listening to FM 92.7 and AM 1500 WLQV, Faith Talk Detroit, in Odyssey Station. Hey, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. A number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. If you're on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. When I grew up hearing that song, I wonder why they just said little light. Why didn't they say this big light of mine? But I loved it and sang it anyway. God bless you, everyone. You're on the Bible Talk program where we are looking and actually finishing up a lesson dealing with the powers of the devil. Yes, he does have power, okay? Nothing like God's power, but he does have supernatural abilities, okay? But not like the supernatural abilities of God, but definitely he can deceive us because of this fact. Uh, unless we know what the Bible says about him and what the Bible says about his methods and the fact that he's already has a place prepared for him, and it certainly isn't heaven. Okay? But we need to look and see what the Bible teaches us about it, and that information comes from the book that tells it all, the Bible. Notice in Deuteronomy chapter 13. Deuteronomy chapter 13. The devil can appear as an angel of light. Okay? And he knows how to put on a good act because he once was an angel, right at the throne of God. Okay? Uh, but that's no more. Now he is the wicked one okay? comparison, uh, in comparison to a snake, okay? a lot of other things, a dragon, all these things to describe him, uh, because he has fell from heaven and now is the enemy of God and the enemy of mankind. But he does have supernatural abilities, things that he can do. Okay? And so there's things that we have to recognize especially when we believe in God, we know that God can communicate with us, okay? Uh, uh, and uh, the devil is trying to do so also, okay? In fact, the devil could even get to you through dreams if you're not careful, yes? That's why you need to avoid the kingdom of the occult, where they try to put you in a trance and then say, what's coming to your mind? Uh, no, 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 no. You want to stay away from all of that. Stay away from sorcery. Stay away from witchcraft. And understand this which I'll lay down hard for you and then back it up by the Bible, okay? And that is that there are dreams that can be coming from a source that's not from God. There are dreams that could be the product of lying spirits and false prophets. You say, well, Pastor Moss, where are you getting that from? From Deuteronomy and chapter 13, starting at verse 1, where what it says there is, if there arise among you a prophet or a dreamer of dreams and gives thee a sign or a wonder, okay? Some folks need to know that everything that you see that's unusual or appears to be a miracle, all miracles are not from God. Some of them can be false miracles coming from the devil. And that is what the Bible warns us about. But in many cases, we don't read this stuff, you know? Notice at verse 2, Deuteronomy chapter 13, verse 2. Where it says, and even it goes this far, where it says, 
and the sign or the wonder come to pass. Notice this. Let me read it, both of these verses together. If there arise among you a prophet or a dreamer of dreams and gives thee a sign or a wonder, and the sign or the wonder comes to pass. Okay? So the sign or the wonder he said was going to happen, it happened. He said this was going to happen, it happened. He said my apples returned to pears. They did. Okay? Uh, but so what he said was going to happen came true okay? in your dream, what you got in a dream. But then, wherefore he spake unto thee, saying, Let us go after other gods which thou hast not known, and let us serve them. Mm. Then, right off the bat, regardless of how accurate he may have seemed to be, we know that this is from the devil because there are no other gods. There is only one. Wow. Okay. But you need to recognize that the devil does have limited supernatural powers, and it's possible for him to speak through dreams. Okay? But, of course, Always we outpower him because our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And all we have to do is uh, just stop the noise in our brains and, and say, if this is not from God, leave my sleep life alone, basically. But notice, just to let you know, that all dreams are not from God. If you've got a friend of yours, they're in the church, they're always telling you about their dreams, okay? make sure that the dreams that they're having are in accordance with the word of God, or they are in trouble. They need to learn about the kingdom of the occult and what can be done there. Notice Deuteronomy chapter 13, verse 3, Thou shalt not hearken unto the words of that prophet or that dreamer of dreams, for the Lord your God proves you to know whether you love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. And you shall walk after the Lord your God and fear him and keep his commandments and obey his voice. You shall serve him and cleave unto him. Now, back in the day, back in Moses' day, uh, false prophets didn't get very far because it says in verse 5, And the prophet or that dreamer of dreams shall be put to death because he has spoken to turn you away from the Lord your God, which brought you out of the land of Egypt. Okay? So understand, if there's something that you get in a dream that contradicts the word of God, there's one thing you know absolutely. Okay? You don't have to know any more than this. It is of the devil if it does not uh, stand in accord or meet the Bible, what I call the Bible test, okay? If it's not based on Scripture, if it contradicts the Bible, then you're getting uh, something that is false, could be from a person, could be from the devil himself, could be from demonic activity, okay? Stay away from things that contradict the Bible. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Henry Moss. Uh, and we've got some minutes left, but not many. We'll get in what we can, but we've got to go to a break right now. Pastor Emery Moss on Bible Talk, weeknights at 6 on WLQV. 
It's a day of hope with food for the poor. We're inviting you to give food to children in some of the poorest countries on this side of the world. Right now, you can be an answer to prayer for families in Honduras, Guatemala, and Haiti when you call 855-849-4673, 855-849-HOPE, or when you click the red Give Life banner at faithtalkdetroit.com. Imagine if it was you who had to choose each day which of your children would eat, or you had to give your children twigs just to stop their hunger pangs. Because of a generous match, your gift of $144 provides four children with food for a year. Hundreds of children are praying that a hero like you will step forward. How many children can you bring back from the brink of starvation with your generous gift? When you call 855-849-4673, 855-849-HOPE, or when you click the red Give Life banner at faithtalkdetroit.com. This is Luke Hammett. By now, you've all heard me talk about my pillow, and now Mike Lindell has just announced that our listeners will receive one of his books, What Are the Odds? From Crack Addict to CEO, absolutely free with any purchase using the promo code LUKE. It's a great time to buy his warm and wonderful My Slippers. They are designed to wear indoor and outdoor all day long. They're made with My Pillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue, and made with quality leather suede. For a limited time only, Mike Lindell is offering 50% off on all my slippers. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use the promo code LUKE. You will also get deep discounts on all my pillow products, including some overstock products such as individual towels, blankets, comforters, and so much more. Call 800-861-6525 and use the promo code LUKE. That's 800-861-6525 and use the promo code LUKE at checkout. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss is back with more next. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing, and you always need to be sticking your fingers. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. You simply apply a discreet, easy-to-use sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger pricks. If you test your blood sugar at least four times per day and inject insulin at least three times per day or use an insulin pump and have private insurance or Medicare, you might be eligible for for a CGM with little or no cost to you. Call U.S. Medical Supply today for a free benefits check. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill Medicare or your insurance directly. Call now and say goodbye to finger pricks. 800-531-1550. 800-531-1550. 800-531-1550. That's 800-531-1550. Starting your weekend off the only way he knows how, with a lot of wisdom. William Malcolm Morning Show, Saturday mornings at 10. And if we're and we can't sleep, we'll count our blessings instead of sheep. And we'll fall asleep, counting our Good to be with you here back on Bible Talk, dealing with what I think is a very important subject, looking at the powers that the devil possesses, that Satan has. And understand, there is spiritual warfare that goes on now, I'm sure you know, between God and the devil. Okay? Mankind, that is us, uh, is being given a free choice to follow either good or evil. Okay? And um, so definitely, uh, we need to be ready 
those of us who are saved and uh, going to heaven, to fight against the powers of darkness. And, and to do that, we need to realize uh, what's going on and, and uh, how God operates in this battle. Okay? And I think that no better text than to show us this comes from Exodus. Okay? Over in Exodus, remember, children of Israel, there in Egypt, okay? Moses, uh, Aaron sent to get them out. Uh, they're going to Pharaoh, and they've got to be ready. Okay? So here in chapter 7 and verse 8, And the Lord spake unto Moses and unto Aaron, saying, When Pharaoh shall speak unto you, saying, Show a miracle for you, then thou shalt say unto Aaron, Take thy rod and cast it before Pharaoh, and it shall become a serpent. And Moses and Aaron went in unto Pharaoh, and they did so as the Lord had commanded. And Aaron cast down his rod before Pharaoh and before his servants, and it became a serpent. Then Pharaoh also called his wise men. Hmm, what's going on here? And the sorcerers. Now the magicians of Egypt, they also did in like manner with their enchantments. For they cast down every man his rod, and they became serpents. Okay? I want you to stop right there. For they cast down every man his rod, and they became serpents. Now, wait a minute. We know who turned the staffs of Aaron and Moses into serpents. It was God, okay? But who gave the magicians of Egypt the power to do this with their rods? That is my open question for you on this program. Okay? What happens here? Okay? What happens here? Who, who gave them the power to do the same thing that God did. Okay? Wow. Where do you think about it? Do you have an answer for that question? If it comes up in Sunday school or after a lesson that you have, uh, you have taught. Well, we're going to see, but we'll see that tomorrow. I'll let you rest now as long as you keep studying, keep reading your Bible. Remember, this is uh, Pastor Moss from Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministry, where the Bible takes the key place, my friends. It is the Word of God, nothing else. Nothing less than that. We appreciate your listenership and also encourage you to give to support this program. Send those donations to P.O. Box 05877. That's P.O. Box 05877. Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Make out those checks to Bible Boot Camp Ministries. And we are meeting in Clawson, Michigan on Sunday. We have in-person services. To find out about that, you can call uh, in the uh, mornings at about 1030 a.m., now, this number, area code 313-933-9270, area code 313-933-9270, and our office manager will tell you how to become a, a part of a Strictly Biblical uh, Ministries where we're located and the time of our service, okay, and also the time of our Monday night Bible study. Man. So this is Pastor Moss uh, being with every one of you. Get my homework assignment done tonight, <laughs> and I will see you next time.
sponsored by Bible Boot Camp Ministries. Are you concerned about outliving your money? How would you like to have guaranteed growth and a lifetime of income you can never outlive? Join Bill Duggan for the Safe Money Radio Show on Saturday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. On FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot, listen to the Safe Money Radio Show with host Bill Duggan. Call to receive your complimentary customized Safe Money book and Safe Money Information Kit. Call Bill Duggan now at 844-647-7233. That's 844-647-7233. You're listening to FM 92.7 and AM 1500. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 